The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Dear, wake up. Come on, I want the sheets off the bed. Look, you've got to get up anyway in a few minutes, and I want to get the washing done so I can get downtown to shop before the stores are jammed. Dear, please, would you get up? What's the matter? I want the sheets off the bed and your pillowcase. Oh, Look, I want to get the washing done so I can go shopping. Look, the alarm hasn't gone off yet. Yeah, I know. I got up earlier and shut it off. It's only quarter to seven. I can sleep another 15 minutes. Go away, will you? I want the sheets off the bed, dear. Please. Oh, I... I know, I'm sorry. I should have taken them off yesterday and made the beds up fresh then, but I forgot. Come on. Come on. Look, I've still got a lot of Christmas shopping today, and it's for your family mostly, too. Come on. Dear. Oh, uh, yeah, a few minutes, a few no, minutes. No, not a few minutes. Now. Uh... I've got all this washing to do. I've got to get Betsy off to school, do the breakfast dishes... Bathe the baby, leave him at Elner. She said she'd love to have him while I shop, and I would like to be downtown by 10 at the latest, but I'll have to hurry now. I've got to look for a blue sweater for your mother. Think she'd like that? Uh-huh. I want to get for your dad. Have you any ideas? Uh-huh. Come on, get up. Come on. I'll tickle your feet. <laughs> no! No, 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 Come on, get up there. No, I can't. Please. please, honey, come oh, on. Honest, why do women always want to want you to get up so they can take the sheets off the bed? Mother always did that, too. Well, I told you I forgot yesterday. Oh. Now, come on, please. Well, do you mind if I strip the bed while you're in it? I, no, 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 don't do that. I'm cool. Let me get the top oh, sheet here. Callie, what put are the you blanket back doing? over here. Just a second. There you are. Oh. And I want the pillowcase, too. Lift your head off the pillow a minute, please. Oh, honestly. Just a second there. There we are. You put your head back down. Huh? Now roll over on one side while I pull out the bottom sheet. Oh, Go on, please. Be thinking about what to give your father for Christmas. You'll have to roll over a little more. Oh, you know something? What? I think I might as well get up. <laughs> I do too, dear. And while you take your shower, be thinking of what to give your dad for Christmas. I must shop today before things are all picked over. It's late enough as it is. Oh, it is quarter of seven. I could have slept another 15 minutes. Well, with the extra time, you won't have to rush. Now, come on, dear. Breakfast in 20 minutes. In our lifetimes, most of us have experienced one or more economic recession. We've lived through one world war, if not two. Those of us who were born too late to watch the horse give way to the automobile are waiting now for the day when they can rocket to the moon. In short, we've all had many adjustments to make and many new ideas to assimilate. Fortunately, Marconi made his discoveries about radio in our time. Network radio in particular has served us well during these years of change. On a scale no other medium of communication will allow, with an efficiency no other medium of communication can provide, networks like the CBS Radio Network bring people and ideas together from every corner of the world. Like our CBS News features, the drama you hear on CBS Radio, the opera, the symphony, even the comedy, help us understand our world and ourselves better. 
Another piece of toast, Betsy? Yes, please. What in the world can your father be doing? Here he was up earlier than usual. He still isn't downstairs. Oh, Mommy, isn't it pretty out? Oh, yes. Must have snowed all night. Oh, I think it's just beautiful. Look how the windows sparkle. Uh-huh. It's frost on the outside. It looks like it's covered with diamonds, doesn't it? With the sun shining on it. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful, dear. Do you like winter or summer best? Oh, I don't know. I like spring and fall, too. I do, too. I can never make up my mind. When it's summer, I think I like summer best. When it's winter with all the snow, then I think I like winter best. I know. That's just the way I feel. <laughs> what did he say? I don't know. I couldn't understand him. What did you say, dear? Where's my other shoe? I can't understand you, dear. Come here, will you? Would you please just come here? Oh, honestly, what is the matter now? i better go up. Watch your toast, Betsy. I put it in the toaster. Now, what's the trouble? Honestly, I thought since you were up early, you wouldn't have to well, rush this morning here. You I haven't even come me. down to be breakfast. What are you doing up here? Well, I can't find my other shoe. What other shoe? Other shoe, other shoe to the one I got on, my new ones. Well, good heavens, I wouldn't know where it is, dear. When did you last have them? Yesterday. I wore them yesterday. Where did you take them off? Took them off right here. Left them right here by the chair. Well, why don't you put them in the closet when you take them off? Well, goodness, you insisted on having a special shoe rack built in to put your shoes on. You still leave them all over the floor of the bedroom. All right, all right, never mind that now. Point is, what what, what could have happened to it? Now, would you mind? Well, I'm sure I don't know. Wear a different pair today. No, well, I want to find it. Well, it must be here someplace. After all, a shoe can't just vanish into thin air. If you wore them yesterday, it must be here. Look under the bed. I did, I did. It's not there. Look in the bathroom. No, I did. It's not in the bathroom either. Well, I'm sure I don't know, darling. Wear some others today. No, look, I want to find it, for heaven's sakes. How could one shoe just disappear? Well, now, I'll, I, look, I'll look for it later. Now, wear a different pair and come on down and have your breakfast. You're going to be rushing around as usual. Do you think of anything to give your dad for Christmas? No, I, st I, I stood right, uh, right here last night and I got undressed. I remember I sat down, I took one shoe off, took the other shoe off, I took my socks off, I, I put them right here. Uh-huh, well, well, I don't know, dear. It doesn't matter now. It doesn't matter. It's a brand new pair of shoes, and they're darn expensive ones, too, well, I Well, can't might you say. wear some others today? What others? I'm wearing my brown suit. I want my brown shoes. Wear your old brown pair. Oh, no, they're, they're being repaired. I haven't even got them. Uh, well, let's see what else you've got in the closet here. Here, what about these? Huh? Oh, no, no, those are summer shoes. Well, they look just like your winter shoes. Well, they're not. Honestly, men's shoes always look alike to me. Every time you get a new pair of shoes, I think, why well, they look just like all these others. It's too bad men can't have more variety in shoes the way women do, isn't it? Yeah, well, they are not under the bed. What? I said it's... Oh, nothing. Let it go. Now, look, it's late. Put on your black shoes. With my brown suit? Well, then change your suit. What? Well, it would take less time than crawling around on the floor like that. Well, it isn't under the radiator, dear. Well, it's got to be someplace. Look, I sat right here last night. I sat right in this chair, I remember. I took off my shoes and socks, and yes, I... Yes, well, now, look, darling, look at the time. And what about your father? What about him? For Christmas. I don't know, I don't know, but I don't I've know. But I've got to buy him something today. What about the dog? The dog? Oh, no, I don't think he wants a dog. I know he said once they'd like to have one, but I the certainly dog, don't... The dog, our dog, our dog, Brownie. The... Give him to your father? The... Oh, I, do you think the dog took my shoe? Oh, 
Oh, oh. I don't know <laughs> I what gets see. into you. I didn't know what you were talking about. I mean, no, I, I don't think I Brownie think you took your shoe. I well what I was talking He about. hasn't been upstairs either last oh, night or this morning. Piece. At least I don't think he has. Give it to my father. <laughs> Look, I heard that dog barking this morning. Oh, yes. I did send him upstairs to wake Betsy. That's right, I did. He's always taking things and hiding him, that dog. I you know. know. He could have come in the bathroom while I was taking a shower, you know, waited for that, and romped off somewhere yes, with him. I, I wouldn't put so. it past Well, him. come on down and eat your breakfast, and I'll look around later. Come on, put, put a bedroom slipper on your other foot, then. Come on uh, down. Where's Betsy? Eating breakfast. Oh, B- Betsy! Betsy! I want her to finish now so she doesn't miss the school bus. Betsy, did you see Brownie with my shoe this morning? Well, you can't hear down in the kitchen. There's no oh, sense you're yelling gosh. like that. Where are you going? No, I'm going to Betsy's room. Maybe he took it in here. Oh, honestly, wouldn't you know, the one morning I wanted to get through with the dishes and the housework early. If only you eat, you'd eat breakfast, dear, so I could get the dishes done. Did you call me, Daddy? Oh, there. Look, have you seen my other shoe? What other shoe? Oh, my other shoe, the mate to the one I have on, my, my new ones. Oh, yes. <clears throat> oh, well, thank heavens, where is it? I don't know. <clears throat> well, you just said you'd seen it. I have. I saw them when you wore them home the other day. You said, how do you like my new shoes? Oh, (laughs) don't blame her. That's what you asked. Look, did you see Brownie (laughs) carrying my other shoe in his mouth this morning? Oh, oh no, Daddy. He was with me all the time. I got dressed and then he went downstairs with me. He didn't have any shoe. Oh, I tell you, it is impossible. It's completely impossible for one shoe to disappear into thin air. You... Now, look, please go downstairs and eat your breakfast. I've had mine. As soon as I've taken this lot out and put in another, I'll look for your shoe. Well, I'm going to take one more look around in our room and see if it's Betsy, there. you didn't bring me your nightgown and underwear that you wore yesterday. Bring it into the laundry room here. You know, dear, in planning this house, we certainly did one smart thing anyhow. Oh, I'm glad to hear it. What's that? Putting the laundry room upstairs here. I tell you, the steps it saves running up and down, it's so sensible. Having my washer and dryer and ironing board all right here. And my linen cupboard. I don't have to walk a mile to put things away. Here's my nightgown, Mommy, and my red blouse. Oh, thank you. Oh, your red blouse, too. I'll put that in the basket. Uh, put that right in there with the colored clothes. <coughs> Now, I'll take this lot of sheets out and put in another, and then I'll be down. Where's my petticoat go? Ah, uh, petticoat. Put that with the nylon things in that basket right there. Oh, honestly, for heaven's sakes, what is this? Oh, Mommy! Oh, Mommy! Yes. Yes. How did it get in the washing machine? I don't know, dear. Dear! Dear! Guess where I found your shoe! Look at it. Look at look at my shoe. I know. I well, I just can't tell you how sorry I am. Is it ruined? Is it ruined, she says. Is well, it, it was supposed ruined? to be a good shoe, wasn't it? Well, I don't think even the manufacturers can be expected to guarantee a shoe that's been been churning in hot, soapy water for half an hour. Well, I I suppose what I did, dear, I ripped the sheets off the beds and dumped them on the floor. And I guess when I picked them up, I must have gathered up your shoe, too, and just dumped everything in the machine. But don't you weigh things before you dump them in the machine? Yes, I, I did, dear, but I know pretty well what things weigh now, and I knew I could put in two more sheets, so... Those I just dumped well, didn't, in. Didn't it, didn't it feel heavier with my shoe in it? Couldn't Look, you... I was in a hurry. I... Uh, oh, well, what's the sense of all this? I did it and I feel terrible, but it's done. Yeah. And I've said I'm sorry. There's nothing else I can do. I... It's not only your shoe. Look what that did to the sheets. Oh, look at this. It's dye or dirt or something. 
I just hope it comes out. Oh, really, look what your shoe did. Well, on behalf of my shoe, I apologize. <laughs> I am what? sorry, dear. What? Oh, wait a minute. You know, I've got an idea. Really, something good comes out of everything now. What possible good can come out of this fiasco? Your father admired these shoes. Yeah, well, so did I. Now, listen, he loves gift certificates. Why don't we give him a gift certificate from that shoe store? Yes, that's perfect. I'll stop in there today. What do you think? I think, as usual, I'll be late to work if I don't step on it. Look at the time, will you? Well, I'll have to stop at the repair shop and pick up my other brown shoes. Well, I'll... dear, I am I... sorry, but these happen things to anybody happen, but I guess. Me. You see... My dear Watson, with all due respect to Sherlock Holmes, let us establish one fact clearly. There is nothing elementary about the shrewd deductions Eric Severide makes as he analyzes world affairs on CBS radio. As chief Washington correspondent for CBS News, Mr. Severide has opened to him almost every possible source of information. Experience has sharpened his perspective and given him an extraordinary working knowledge of the forces that make history. It's taught him to view each new development in terms of cause and effect. Each Monday through Friday night as you join Eric Severide and most of these same stations, you'll find his news analysis remarkably free of snap judgments and predetermined conclusions. You'll discover, too, that his carefully considered appraisals of the news not only contain real clues to what is going on in the world, but also they make the news as exciting as any Arthur Conan Doyle story. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Francie Myers and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Stuart Metz, inviting you to listen again tomorrow for The Couple Next Door. Thank you.